0: Hello, Sunshine. We're so glad you joined us. On today's show, we'll be talking about intrapersonal communication and interpersonal communication, how it directly affects who we are and everything that we do. So, whoever you are, wherever you are, welcome. I'm Tamara, and this is Quality Tam. Don't know about you, but I know it's true. We all Damn. intrapersonal communication so first let's define what does that mean intra is within so it's the conversation that we're having within ourselves it's the thing that happens when you are leaving for the morning and you take a look in the mirror and you think something to yourself like oh did i do my makeup all right or am i going to be late um, I wonder what so-and-so thought about our conversation that happened yesterday. Intrapersonal communication can also be journaling. Um, it can be be really any thought that crosses your mind that you're not really speaking at that moment. It's, it's happening inside of you. Interpersonal communication then is the communication that we have with each other. So there's more than one person involved. You're now expressing what you feel to somebody else. And that's important for us to, to take a look at this today. I think that intrapersonal communication happens a, a lot of the time. And I've been doing some research on this because I think it's important for us to pay attention to what we're saying to ourselves so say I'm having a conversation with myself, it doesn't necessarily have to be how I look or some kind of thing about myself. It might be a conversation that was had before. So so it could be any thought, does that make sense? It could be, it could be really any thought that crosses your mind about a certain situation. But it's really the point of that is is that it's happening inside. So it's essentially my thought life. Um, sometimes we refer to it as self-talk, we refer to it as inner speech, but remember, this isn't just the conversation about myself. It's conversation about anything, but it's inside. So I asked myself this question, how often are we talking to ourselves in a day? And as I was looking through some interesting articles and some interesting research, I found some pros and cons to what's going on here. And so so I found this one, uh, this one article that was talking about how we may have up to 80,000 thoughts per day, and up to 80% of those thoughts are negative, okay? They're negative thoughts. Up to 95% of those are repetitive. So they're just constantly swirling through our heads. Sounds exhausting. And for some of you, you're probably thinking, it is exhausting. It literally is my life. They're just rattling around in our brains, okay? But talking to yourself can also be a healthy thing as well. So there's a pro to this. As I was researching talking, it says, talking to yourself is a healthy, widespread tendency among children and adults. Research suggests the practice supplies a great amount of benefits from improved mental performance to greater emotional control. Self-talk is most beneficial when it combines thought and action or reinforces an instructional framework. So it can be a good thing. If this self-talk, if this intrapersonal communication, the things that are going through our head, is 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 a a, a healthy thing, it's going to be more of a positive zone. It's going to stay out of that negative zone. But we're going to get to a little bit more of that in just a little bit. It sounds like a lot of the time. Um, that our experiences can be very strange when it comes to intrapersonal communication. The way that I talk to myself, the content that I play through my head, is greatly going to impact the way that I walk, talk, speak to others, uh, how I live my life, and 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 this is this is this is where where um, these examples come in. So so let me give you something tangible to hold on to here. If I'm a confident person, if you're a confident person, you're going to be thinking confident thoughts about what you are right in this life, what you do. Um, I can do this, I, 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 I'm, I'm not even afraid, I'm, I'm ready for this, here I go. When you're having a conversation with someone and you have that, that confidence, it's because it's happening in here first, okay? So now on the flip side, if you're a very arrogant person and you're always telling yourself how amazing you are and how cool you are and how much you can do in this life, when you're in conversation with somebody, It's going to slowly seep from you, this arrogance, and they're gonna hear that. Sometimes people are really good at covering that up, right? They can pretend like they're not arrogant, but deep inside they have this intrapersonal thought going on about maybe how great they think they really are. Maybe you're an entitled person. You feel that you're entitled to so many things, and so that starts to seep through your conversation with other people. This is important because things like selfishness and, and, and these arrogant thoughts that come through are going to greatly affect now my relationships with other people. So I'm gonna challenge myself today, I'm gonna challenge you today to think a little bit different. And the reason I wanna do this is because I really wanna see how this is going to now affect how we live our lives, and I wanna hear back from you. I want you to comment, I want you to tell me. I want you to, to contact me and tell me how this is happening for your life, how it's, how it's going. Because if this isn't going to apply to us in real life situations, then then what's the point? What's the point if it's not gonna make us better as people, right? It's not gonna help our relationships with other people. So I wanna challenge you, I wanna challenge me to ask ourselves this question. We need to be asking ourselves, what does my thought life look like? And so I was looking in Big Talk articles saying, the habit of self-talk is extensive among the mentally sound too. Talking out loud can be an extension of one's silent inner talk, caused when a certain motor command is triggered involuntarily. And this psychologist observed that toddlers begin to control their actions as soon as they start developing language. When approaching a hot surface, the toddler will typically say hot, hot out loud and move away. And this kind of behavior can continue into adulthood. I thought that was interesting because I kind of moved it towards adulthood and I applied it to myself. And I'm like, this absolutely still happens, right? You can see something or you see someone um, that might bring out maybe a struggle or possibly a past addiction that you've been through. And and so you look at this thing and you say, hold on a second, not good, not good. Like hot, hot, don't touch. And and so as adults, we walk into a place and we say, ooh, this is bringing back kind of an, an ugly memory. I don't think I need to go in there or I don't think I need to pursue this. I don't think I need to stay. I think I'm gonna go. But it starts with that thought. It starts with a thought of, of, is this good? Is this bad? Is this healthy? And those thoughts matter, but what are those thoughts being filtered through? What what is What is causing me to think something is bad? What is causing me to think, that something is good. Well, there's all these different layers, right, that we're, that we're peeling back on here. Um, and, it, and it's good. It's really good to take a look at this. So I also want to ask myself, um, how do I talk to myself? How do you talk to yourself? What words are you using? Um, are you thinking to yourself, I deserve this? you Thinking to yourself, You know what? I'm just so humbled to even be here. I don't deserve anything, but here we are. We're going for it. Uh, what What is kind of controlling your thought life? What's driving your mind? And then a good question to ask yourself is maybe, have I become two people? Have I become two people? What I mean by that is, is my thought life lining up with my action that's coming out? or are they different things? Just some questions I think we should be asking ourselves because we need to know what's going on inside of us in order to be authentic people on the outside. We don't want to pretend, we don't want to play and then have all this stuff boggled up inside and freak out later because we don't know who we are. Um what about the people who are really good at hiding who they are inside? Is that you? Um, the sneaky, silent thinkers, they never really tell you what they're really thinking. But you kind of have a conversation. Yep, You guys run into these people? You've, you've had this conversation with them. You're sitting down. You're thinking that you're having the best time ever. This really great combo. Then you leave and you're like, I don't, think I, I don't think that was the same conversation we had. I'm, I'm leaving, and then later on, you kind of find out they either gossiped about you or it was just like a different person than you thought you knew, and it's kind of confusing. It sort of plays with your head a little bit because inside, it seemed like um, it was going so well, but, but then as the conversation continued and as time passed, it seemed to change. Have you been around those people? Are you that person? Are you that person that's doing that? Good questions to ask ourselves. Um, It's also really good to say what we mean and mean what we say. And a lot of people will say, I say what I mean and I mean what I say. That's great, but when you say it, you're extremely unkind. The tone of your voice, the way that your heart is, is just so ugly. Where's that coming from? It's important for us to ask ourselves these questions because if I'm speaking to people with just such negativity, and And so much hatred that comes from my mouth, just even my body language, just so much attitude. Where is that coming from? and And who says that it's okay to do that? Who told you that that was okay? And I, I think it's really good for us to think this through because because if we if we don't know where that thought is coming from we'll never really address it and we'll never really grab onto it and we'll never really dump it. We'll just keep feeding it. And we feed this monster, we feed this person that we think is so great, but our interpersonal relationships are, we're sacrificing them. Because people don't wanna hang around people who are negative and some people will say, I don't care, I don't, I don't need people. They don't have to hang around me. They don't have to be a part of my life. I'll just do it by myself. I'll do it on my own. But that's not realistic. We live in a world with people. And you are a person. And there are things about ourselves that are hard to deal with sometimes. And we have to address those things. And if we don't, then we live in this world where we've buried all these feelings in. And we have no accountability. And nobody can tell us no. And we become the jerks of the world. And I don't like to name call. So we won't go into that. But, but I want to make sure we're looking at ourselves. We're paying attention to really what our thought life is because what our thought life, uh, it, what, 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 what is inside of us, this is going to change and it will become what comes out. Um Somebody was telling me the other day, I just suppress everything. <laughs> it just works out a lot better, just bury it all. And I'm like, that hurts me to hear you say that you just bury it. And she said it with such a smile on her face. I was like blown away. She's she's looking at me and she's like, yeah, I just, I just bury everything. I just don't ever talk about it. And it makes my life so much better. And I'm like, okay, I don't know if it's better. And I asked her, is it really better? And she's like, maybe not. Maybe not, but I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to go there because I don't really want to go there. And so for those of us today who are suppressing our feelings, I wanna encourage you, don't suppress. A series of studies over the past few decades show that suppressing your emotions can actually, and does affect your body and your mind. So it's affecting your, your physical body. Some people are getting sick on a regular basis, their, their bodies are aching. The stress level is just so high. It's it's so much to deal with, and it's affecting their body. It's affecting your mind, and when it starts to affect your mind, what happens? Your intrapersonal communication with yourself is affected, and it's a vicious cycle that just keeps going and going and going, and so we don't wanna keep doing that. Um. It's important. It's important to talk it out because later on we're gonna we're gonna explode. When we suppress things for too long, we either implode or explode. And sometimes that can happen through road rage. That can happen through talking uh, really rude to somebody. It can it can be breaking your child's spirit because you were angry that day, and all of your self talk that was going on in here really really affected the way that you communicated then with the people that you love most. So we've gotta be careful. All of us do. This applies to all of us. Um, If you're having these thoughts, these, these secret thoughts that are hidden inside, sometimes those thoughts can even cause a huge uproar because those later will explode. And so dealing with the secrets in our lives can be a little bit harder. So now we're now we're like, okay, wait, are we talking about communication? Or are we going like a little bit deeper here? Well, I want to bring up a point. With intrapersonal communication, how I talk to myself and how that greatly affects my interpersonal relationships. Okay, this is all this is all helping. Um, but then there's some of you I want to address right now in regards to communication, when you say, Hey, it's not the communication that I'm worried about. It's and they might be telling the truth that I'm worried about. And so it's important for us to address this because, because it helps us get to the root of maybe why we're not communicating well. Maybe why we're not the healthiest of communicators, the healthiest of thinkers. Because there's some things we don't want to, we just don't want to go there. <laughs> it's like, I don't really want to talk about that. No, I don't have a clue how that person's going to respond. There's no way that I'm going to go there. Again, you can go there now or you can go there later, but how much better is it to go there now in a place where there's peace and calm that everything can just be a conversation? I always say this, that everything can be a conversation. It doesn't have to be a shouting game. It doesn't have to be an anger uh, anger match where it's back and forth and people are, are just raging with all of this anger and fear and and vulgarities and just so much screaming happening or, or so much silent punishment, right? You give people the silent treatment, right? They, they know why. They know why we're not talking. They know why. It doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to be this way. It can be a simple conversation that happens between you and somebody else, but that first starts inside of us. It first starts inside of us how we can approach our interpersonal relationships. So let me ask you this, how is your prayer life? This is a faith-based show. It's a faith-based show because I firmly believe that there's no way that we can get through life without a relationship with God. I, I really believe this for myself, and I hope that you believe this for yourself. And if you don't, then I hope that as, as time passes um, and as we get to sit together and talk about these really hard topics, I, I do pray I pray that you will know that you can't do this alone. I hope that you know this. Um, but I ask you this question because my prayer life is going to drastically change the way that I communicate with other people, <clears throat> the way that I, uh, my attitude is towards them, and the tone in which, that I, in which I use. This matters because when I'm talking to God, there's something that changes inside of me now. Also, the conversation from intrapersonal communication with just me, just me, just me in my heart that is deceitful, uh, deceitfully wicked above all else that I can never trust. When I'm having this conversation with just me, just me, just me, I can filter this through all kinds of negativity and I can put deceit on it and I can manipulate it because I'm a person. And so are you. But when we change that intrapersonal communication and we go upward and we turn it to interpersonal communication with God, now that becomes a filter that begins to bring conviction. And it starts to to remove the things that distract us and deceive us and manipulate us so that our mindset can change, so that our heart then can be transformed and therefore the words that come out of our mouth begin to change too and they become gentle, and they become kind, and they become firm, but you still have love. And that's the point, isn't it? To have those kinds of emotions and those kinds of words going through our minds and our hearts so that it comes out of us, that it is a natural thing, that it just starts to come out. And when it's not natural, and when it starts to, oh, I wanna say this instead, you have the conviction that's supposed to be there, the accountability that only God can really bring in such a deep and beautiful way to help you along the way, to help you not to say it that way, to stop you before you go too far. I've been there. It's a pause. It's a pause and it sometimes makes me cringe. I don't wanna jump out of my skin because I wanna say this because that's what's been going on in my head. I've been playing all day what I wanna tell you. It doesn't work out great when we do it our way. So I ask you, how's your prayer life? Am I praying as much as I worry about a situation with another person or with another circumstance? Um, Am I taking the time to ask God for help, but also fully surrendering and allowing him to change what he wants to change? in me, in me first, in me first, as much as you think you have a right to feel the way that you feel, been there. It's always best to ask God first, what do you need to change in me? So I encourage you to do that today. And then also ask yourself, am I being honest about what I'm thinking about before the Lord, right, before God first, Am I being honest, or am I just kind of creating pockets of dissension in my own heart, in my own spirit, in my own mind, because I'm so mad at this situation? Am I—I I might be assuming about this person that they're thinking and feeling these things towards me when they're not. And if they are, God is still bigger than that, and there is still a way to get through it, and God is not going to just drop you and leave you there. He's walking with us through this, Okay. And, and I know it sounds easier said than done because when you're in the middle of it, it gets so hard. It gets so hard to say, not again, not today. No, you don't understand. I've been in a marriage for 25 years and this is just, this is a, it's been hell on earth for me. When you say, no, you don't know, I've lost a child and it's just not the same anymore and I can't go to God in prayer. I can't, the thoughts in my mind are overtaking everything that I feel. Maybe you've been wounded by people who go to church. Maybe you've been been wounded by, by, by people you thought you could trust. And you're like, nah, I'm good. I think I'll stick with my intrapersonal communication that's extremely negative. I'm a hater and I'm proud to say it. That could be you. And maybe you're just not there yet, but I want to encourage you to try. And I hope that you do try. Try a little bit today and just see. I encourage you to go before God in prayer and to turn that intrapersonal communication into interpersonal communication with him because there's something really beautiful that happens when we do that. And he starts to soften our heart. And even when we get to that point where we say, nah, I think that God might, <clears throat> he might change, you know, what's going on, but I'm just not ready to not be mad yet. <laughs> I'm still really mad. Um, That's only gonna get you so far. And I, I know this, I've been there, we might have different situations, but it only gets you so far. And what gets you further is spending that time with him, knowing that you can trust what he says to do, knowing that you can trust where he says to go and when to hold your tongue, because he sees it too. He's not blind to any of this but he also abundantly repays the proud is what he says in his word. And so if that's gonna be me, if I'm gonna be prideful, and I'm gonna have so much pride, I need to remember that I will, I will receive the consequences of what pride brings. And so I hope that that's not you today, and if you're kind of leaning in towards that, or you might wanna be leaning in towards that a little bit more, I hope that maybe you decide not to, maybe not today. Maybe you just make a different, a different just a little bit of a different decision today, intrapersonally and interpersonally with God. Also to remember that when we judge others, we're judged in the same way, we're judged in the same manner. And so let's watch that. So why does all this matter? Well, <clears throat> I'm gonna wrap this up. But why does all this matter? Not only does it matter because it changes the way that I think, which then changes the way that I act, but that then changes the way that I interact with the people around me. It also changes the the way that I interact with my creator who loves me. And I learn then to have a constant conversation and I get to talk it out first with him. And then as I begin to communicate with the people around me, it comes out a little better. You know, when you first try? I mean, look at this show, for instance. There's times I'm gonna fumble over myself and hate the things and how I say it. But I have to remember, sometimes I've just gotta talk it out. There's gonna be days I'm gonna think go great, and days I'm gonna think don't go so great. But when you talk things out first, then you repeat them later, they come out a little clearer. They come out a little bit better. And that's because you get off the slough, You got to get rid of the stuff that's kind of clouding everything. And you start to think a little clearer. You have a little more focus. And you're able, you're able to do it. And that's how it is with prayer. Is you talk to God and you talk it out and you get it out and you get it all out. Then you remember that he's got you. That he's guiding you. And you ask him for help. Help me with my thought life. Show me the truth not a lie show me how to walk in truth not to be afraid to tell the truth to myself and to other people and then really cool things start to happen you start to kind of have these little exchanges with different people where maybe something bothered you before and now all of a sudden you can speak up about stuff like little things the person that's pure that has peer pressure issues right like it's like literally like there's i have some friends who um they what really gets to them is when they're pressured by other people and they're like I just fold it's like I can't think straight I just I just they they tell me hey you should buy this and and you should get that and you should do this and they're like yeah I think I will and they're like oh I don't want to do that I didn't want to and I let you rule my life but I'm so nice about it saying yeah sure and they just they can't say no When your prayer life is rooted in the right thing and the right kind of self-talk and inner speech is happening because it's happening between you and God and it's happening, you've turned it interpersonally towards him. When he begins to clear and order your thoughts, you're able to say, you know what? I love all of the suggestions that you're giving me, but none of them are for me right now. And you're able to say no to the tiniest little things. And for some of you, you're like, that doesn't matter, but it absolutely does for the other parts of other people that are listening to this, okay? Because, because you really can say no to things that you've been saying yes to all along that you've just been trying so hard to, to say no to. You can do it, okay? And then take it to a little bit of a deeper level here. The person who says, hey, uh, uh, mom, dad, brother, sister, friend, whoever that it is, I had this grievance against you. I've had it for a long time. I feel like you don't like me. Is this true? You'll be able to get the strength to ask them. I'm feeling wounded by the way that kind of you, you've acted or maybe by, by your absence in my life. I feel wounded by that, that hurts me. And I don't wanna play these thoughts through my head anymore, I just wanna ask you, is everything okay? Are we good? And this time gives you the strength to ask great questions and you can ask them in love. And all along, as you're praying and asking God for his help and turning your intrapersonal communication to interpersonal communication with him, you're able, we are able to get along on a level we've never really understood. We're able to, to learn things about each other that maybe we, we, we didn't know before because we didn't want to know before. We were too afraid. We were too afraid to get into those subjects. So don't suppress it. Um... It's it's not worth it, it's not worth it. Sometimes we've allowed our thought life to override the conviction that God places in us. And it's, it's not just about communication anymore, it really is about telling the truth to ourselves and to other people and just being honest and saying, okay, where am I really at right now? What's really going on inside of me? Not lying anymore to prevent these conversations or avoiding things and saying, nah, I don't wanna have that talk today not today, and then 20 years have passed, 40 years have passed, and you never had that conversation. But there has to be resolve. This isn't just for the person who, who brings up the issue either. It's for the person who is told an issue. Because with our prayer life and, and intrapersonal communication turning into inter with God, this will change how we respond and how we react to the people who come and talk to us about things, who confront things with us. Where our... our Our response now is kindness. It's got some self-control. It's got some gentleness in there. Changes, the way that we respond now instead of react to everything that's going on. So I ask you again, how is your prayer life? What does that look like? It affects our private discipline as well, what we're disciplined to do and not to do. It affects what I get upset about, what I'm offended about. I will become less offended which God encourages us to be, less offended at things. To look over an offense, but you'll still be able to talk it out and say, "Well, yeah, that that offended me, but my issue is, I think when you talk about the the deeper problem here, can we discuss this?" You're able to get really to the to the guts of it all, to the meat of it all. Because now you've you've learned to not be as offended and not to to have these shouting these shouting bouts, and instead, it's a simple conversation. It's a conversation that can be had with that person, with yourself. It changes the way that we think. So what kind of person are you today? What kind of person do you want to be today? What's the, what's the goal for your life? Who are you living for? Are you living because you want to be in competition and do it first and do it better? be faster, smarter than everyone around you? Or are you waking up every day knowing that you didn't create yourself, that you were made with a purpose, that God loves you, that you can't do a thing, you can't lift a finger without him telling you that you can? Because you didn't make your heart beat on its own, you don't make your brain work on its own. And if I'm being honest, we really, we really can't do much of anything on our own. We think we can. We think we can, but this is where humility comes in. And so the challenge today is to be humble in our speech with ourselves, the way we talk to ourselves about other people and the way we talk to ourselves about ourselves, to be humble and say, I am gonna turn these thoughts into interpersonal communication with you, God, first, before I let my mind run forever and ever and ever and I run in circles, and I can never find myself again, and I'm gonna start back at square one anyway. I may as well be humble enough to say, no, you can have it. Let's start, let's start fresh. Be one person. Don't bury those thoughts. Let those come out in a healthy way. So I hope that you learned something today. I hope that you learned how amazing God is because he made you and he loves you, and he's proud of you. And I'm proud of you. You are trying. You're doing great. don't give up. It's not worth it to give up. But it is so, so worth it to continue on the path that is healthy, not the path that's toxic, that begins to change who I am in a negative way, which will change all the things around me as well. So hopefully you took away some great stuff from today. Be one person. I'm rooting for you so, 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 so much. Um, Learning about intrapersonal communication today, interpersonal communication today. Seeing what God says about us, believing what he says about us is key. Um, Remember, remember, remember. I say it all the time, but I want to say it again. Remember that you are never too humble. To be humble. Even if you get to a point where you say, I have been humble enough. I need to not be the humble one anymore. Now it's your turn. I challenge you to second guess that. I mean, to second think that. <laughs> think twice about that. Because you're never too humble to be humble. So stay humble. God loves you. I love you. Thanks for joining us. This show is made possible in part by sponsors like Paintsmith. Paintsmith offers residential, commercial, interior, and exterior painting, and they have a certified color consultant to help you choose the perfect color every time, servicing Albuquerque and the surrounding areas. So visit PaintsmithABQ.com or call the owner, Steve Smith, at 505-280-7795. And if you or anyone you know would like to sponsor a show, visit qualitytam.com. Remember to like and subscribe and follow Quality Tam on Facebook and Instagram. Chill, sure, bro. Quality Tam.